Good morning. Good Erev Shabbos to everyone. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored this month by AHC Appliances in Cedarhurst, and they are located at 530 Central Avenue. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. Um, my business is called The Aussie Gourmet. Um, I love uh, – I give cooking classes. I cater for people for Shabbos, for Yontov, for Pesach, for Thanksgiving, for Hanukkah or Thanksgivingka or Thanksgiving. Depends on how you can pronounce it. <laughs> um so I hope you're going to tune in every week and hear about my cooking adventures and my, I call it kosher food traveling because I love to travel and check out all the different supermarkets and restaurants wherever I go. Um, and, you know, I try to share great food ideas and recipes each week. But I also want to hear from you guys, from, from my listeners. So you can email me at naomi at nachumsegel.com. Uh, you can join my fan page on Facebook called The Aussie Gourmet. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter under Naomi Nachman. Or now you can even join my newsletters. I've started sending out newsletters. I do it once a week, so I promised everyone I would not flood them with emails. Um, and you can do that on my website in the bottom right-hand side of the screen is uh, my newsletter. So you can just join up um, that theaussiegourmet.com. So if you have any great food experiences, share it with me. It should be a two-way conversation. I say if you eat it, share it. Um, I have a giveaway, a new giveaway. Last week, we were on location at AHC Appliances in Cedarhurst. We had such a fun time. It was a super-sized show. If you did not make it down, I know it was a short Friday, um, or, you know, you were able to watch it on the, you know, video live then on the video feed, then at last Friday, you can, and, and if you missed it, you can watch it again now and spread the word because it was such a fun show. We had a great, great time. Um, you go to nachamsegel.com, go to video archives, and then, um, it's the first one. You'll see it says Ustream. That's the first one that's up there is our, our show from last Friday, AHC. I had Sandy Tao, uh, discussing, uh, the great features of, uh, modern new ovens. People don't know what to do with these cooking probes. So we gave a cooking demonstration. Uh, Empire Foods gave us a beautiful turkey breast roast. So we cooked that up using a probe. And also Coal Foods gave us a nice silver tip, which Coal Foods specializes. Their meats are grass-fed all the way from the beginning. I say their cows are as free as birds. They are not forced into pens or fed grains. They're not, they don't eat naturally. They just eat grass, which is the way God intended it to be. And thus, their meat is absolutely fantastic. So uh, we had a really good time cooking up the meat. And then, of course, Shlomo Blaschka, representing Royal Wines, had a wine tasting. So at 9 o'clock last uh, Friday morning, we were drinking. And we said, somewhere in the world, someone's making kiddish. So we were drinking away. We had a lot of fun with that. And of course, we had Shifra Klein from Joy of Kosher. So we had a great show. If you want to watch it, you can catch it on the archives. Um, on the show, we had a giveaway last week. People had to do for the last few weeks. I, I announced it about two, three weeks ago. It was Esti Kaffer's Cooking Inspired. Um, if you wanted to win that cookbook, all you had to do was email me at naomi at nachamsegel.com. It's very easy. And we got quite a number of entrants from across the country. So thank you, everybody. The winner was someone called Ellie Kay. He didn't tell me his last name. It was just his initial. So uh, he's going to be getting that book. But now I have a new giveaway. 
So all you have to do to get this cookbook is email me, Naomi at NahumSiegel.com, and the new cookbook is called One Egg is a Fortune. It's won many, many awards across the country and across the world, actually. It's based from um, some two ladies from Australia who wrote it, and it's from famous Jews all over the world. Uh, Chaim Topol has a recipe in there. Uh, Rabbi Poteach, uh, Alan Dershowitz, Ethan Zone, the winner from that CBS Survivor Show, all have given incredible recipes. I made a lot of them for uh, back in Tishrei for all the Chagim, and they were outstanding, and the ladies contacted me, and they would love to share one with one of my viewers. You can also buy them um, online, oneisafortune.com, and we're going to have them on the show in a couple of weeks. So it was a lot of fun um, last week, and we hope that uh, people will uh, send in and join us uh, each week for some exciting food news. Okay, so um, I've got some great guests in the studio um, I'm going to have Elan Kornblum, the restaurant guy. Um, I think that's even his license plate. Isn't that funny? I thought that was so cute. Um, and I've also got little, 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 how do I pronounce that? Little Miss Cakes. Yep. Hi, this is Melissa Kay. She Hello. is the owner and proprietor of Little Miss Cakes. Little Miss Cakes. She's unbelievable. I met, we met a couple of weeks ago at the Kosher Food Bloggers Conference. Yes. Um, back. When was that? Like it's like a month ago. It was actually a month ago, yeah. and kosher fest and kosher feast and all that fun stuff. And and uh, we really enjoyed meeting each other and chatting all about food. And she's very talented. And she was actually featured uh, this past month in the, this latest edition of Joy of Kosher. Uh, yeah, the magazine. The magazine. So yeah, that must have been very exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's always exciting when they ask me to contribute. Okay, great. So. Thank you for joining us today. It was like, it's always a mad day on a Friday. So yeah. <laughs> I got here and I, I, I always use ways to get to the studio because you never know which highway is blocked. I live in Long Island. You got the Van Wick. So I turned on the ways this morning and it said Van Wick shut down. So I, I, you know, I'm you're not so, you know, I didn't grow up here. So I don't know all the side streets as well as, you know, other people do. And next thing I'm, I know I'm on the belt. To the to the um, Cross Bay Boulevard, to Woodhaven Boulevard, and the next thing I know, I'm in Manhattan. It was it was nuts. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> so I, I hope that uh, you know it's, it wasn't as complicated for you. No, I had a pretty easy drive this morning. Okay, you're coming from up north. Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. So thank you very much for joining us. Sure. Okay, so let's talk about your background. How did you get into this? Um, I've always wanted to bake. Even as a little girl, my mom and I would bake for the holidays, um, like. Hamantash and all that. Every holiday had its own little dessert and we would do our little baking together. And I guess I've always had a passion for it. So my parents said, as long as I finish college, I can do whatever I wanted to. <laughs> that's what I would tell my kids too. Okay, that's good so, advice there, mom. I graduated Queens College and oh. while I was working there, um, I also was working at a kosher bakery in Queens. Okay, can you say the name? You, um, it one? was... Originally called Bagels. Oh, okay. In Queens, the Queens edition. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's not technically there anymore. Okay. But I was working there for a few years, and then the owner there now runs the bakery counter in Brax. Oh, in sure. Five Towns, yeah, sure. Allen's, where yeah. I I worked there for a bunch of years doing the cake decorating there. Oh, nice. Oh, we've definitely eaten your stuff then. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I've probably written your name on a birthday cake or two. Yeah, right. Some of our listeners, you never know what you what you get. Yeah. So um, I was working in the bakery just to see if I really liked it. It's not 
like, you know, just baking a dozen cookies in your kitchen, you know, working full time. So I worked in a commercial kitchen making thousands of lace cookies a week and rolling tons and tons of challah rolls. And I still really liked it. Okay, that's great. Nothing about being passionate about what you do. Like it didn't bother me that I had to stand there working 12 hours rolling hundreds and hundreds of challahs for Rosh Hashanah. (laughs) I loved it. Okay, that's great. So after Queens College, I went on to culinary school. I did the pastry program at the French Culinary Institute. Where is that located? It's in Soho. It changed the name now. Isn't that like right here on? We're actually right here on the Lower East Side. So isn't it? Yeah, it's like minutes away from here. Broom and Grand? Uh, I think it's Grand and Broadway. Broadway and Yeah, Grand. yeah, you're right, right, right. It's been a while. I graduated a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it has a different name now, but when I attended, it was called the French Culinary Institute. Now it's more of like an international. They don't want to stick just to French. Okay. My program was mostly French. We learned a lot of butter. 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 Oh, there is yeah. nothing like butter. <laughs> yeah. So... So what kind of things do you make? What's typical French? Besides, we all know croissant. What what else is real typical French pastry? Um, it's just, we just learned every kind of pastry, how to do it. Like, we had different sections. We learned cakes. We learned breads. We learned plated desserts. But the most typical French, which I just learned might not even have originated from French, was the croissant. Really? But they kind of take it as their own, I guess, now. Where did it originate? I'm not really sure. It has a kind of hidden past. Okay, we're going to dig that out and uh, talk about that on maybe next week's show (laughs) or after Hanukkah. Let's get past the the donut talk. They're definitely full of delicious butteriness. And there's this cronut, which is a croissant and a donut. Yes, I'm actually trying to develop a power of one. Please, Mm. please. I I mentioned uh, months ago when when it first became very popular and that had lines out the bakeries in Soho and downtown Manhattan, and I heard about it on the news, and my husband sent me a text. You know what I heard about the news this morning? (laughs) Look up the cronut, and I was busy. There's no kosher recipes for it yet. So, um you can develop any recipe. I mean, you can make any of the recipes online. They're just going to be dairy because it's supposed to have a ton of butter in it. Yum. So I'm developing a recipe right now, which I'm going to share on joyofkosher.com for a cronut. I can't call it a cronut because I think they... Patent the word? Yeah, that specific bakery in Oh, that's cool. Soho. Like Thanksgiving technically um, also being copyrighted. By who? I who think, owns um, the holiday? I know, somebody... There's, I think there's two Manischewitzes with one K and there's another group with two Ks in Thanksgiving. They could have it. Yeah, right. You know, we're never going to see this holiday in again. In one week, it's all over. <laughs> a little I'm over. kind of excited for it to be over. Really? It's fun, but it's a little too intense. It's been very intense, and there's so many cooking. You know, even I entered that um, Manischewitz cooking competition. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone go on Facebook now, like the, hang- the Thanksgiving car page, find my ricotta pumpkin um, latkes. They're oh, really good. good. Really good. With that. I made, and, of course, you need a dipping sauce, so I thought – cranberry sauce with raspberry jam, a little lemon, and melt it down, um, and then it's really yummy. So everyone should vote for me, please, because I want to win. <laughs> I'll go vote. Thank you. All right. So so um, you've, you've, you, we were talking about Krona. So, um, what, so what other typical things are you working on now? I was trying to come up with a new 
Hanukkah only dessert. Okay. Everyone's a little obsessed with Thanksgiving. And it's going to be over, and there's still going to be a ton of Hanukkah right, left. Right, because, you know, technically people think that because people have given so much hype to Thanksgiving that they think Hanukkah starts on Thursday night. It doesn't. It starts on Wednesday night. Yeah, Hanukkah starts the night before Thanksgiving. Right. So Wednesday night when everyone's traveling home using Waze because there's so much crazy traffic on that Wednesday, um, you know, it's it's very important to uh, remember that that is first night Hanukkah. Not it's getting not, a little overshadowed this year. Yeah, I feel I feel a bit bad because I'm kind of one of those people who was very hyped up because I love food. I love food mashups. Yeah. So you know, I, I did a pumpkin challah, but I saw you also have a, your own version of a pumpkin challah. I no, I didn't post a pumpkin challah. Okay, there's yet. there's some. There's, don't you have on your amazing, have, gorgeous? Let's give your website a shout out. Sure, it's littlemisscakes.com. Um, uh, didn't I see a pumpkin challah recipe posted maybe by someone else? I did not post a pumpkin challah recipe yet. Okay. I have one that I really like, but I haven't shared it yet. I just posted pumpkin donuts with a marshmallow and graham cracker glaze. <gasps> oh, my God. How good does that sound? <laughs> and then I – so that's like my first Thanksgiving okay. mashup. Yeah, yeah. And then I also posted a pumpkin donut hole – with a cranberry orange dipping sauce. Okay, so I, I definitely saw that. I, for some reason, I thought you did pumpkin challah as well. So I did a pumpkin challah recipe. Yeah, I wanted your recipe. That looked amazing. So can I, I, I can share it with everyone. Um, I just use my regular challah recipe. So whatever you have in your regular challah recipe, if you use, I use a five pound bag. I use six eggs. So I cut back two eggs. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, six eggs. I kept all six, six eggs. And I use three quarters of a cup of oil. So I cut back on the oil okay. to half a cup of oil and then those 14-ounce cans of Libby's pureed pumpkin. And right. that's what I did. I threw it in there. And it was so light and fluffy. The key was, though, was so much from the streusel topping. Yeah. I put streusel topping on mine every week. But I thought, how can I, you know, do the whole Hanukkah Shabbos mashup? So I put in um, one cup flour, one cup sugar, half a cup of oil, and a good handful of the mini marshmallows. That's what it was. Because you wrote marshmallow. Yeah. And I didn't know how Where they was... got involved. <laughs> Where I was going with that. Yeah. yeah. Miriam Wallach had me on her show talking about the, um, on That's Life, talking about the, the, um, the uh, marshmallow topping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was, it was really good. And, and the, um, little marshmallows caramelize. So it becomes like a little pillow of sugary light. Sounds amazing. It was good. It was really good. Okay. So let's talk about just Hanukkah. Okay. Desserts, because you know we, we we've done the Thanksgiving car. Now let's give you know we, it's now say Friday. Thanksgiving is over, and we still have six nights of Hanukkah, and we're really done with pumpkin. It's kind of crazy, but yeah, you still have tons of nights to eat classic jelly donuts. Okay, what's your favorite kind? Just the classic jelly donut <laughs> with the gross like fake jelly inside. Why is it fake jelly? It's just like this special bakery jelly that they put inside. It's not like real and jam. It's, it's real something, but <laughs> it's real it's junk. Delicious. Yeah, it's good. You know what I put inside my donuts? Oreo cookies. That's insane. I that know, sounds right? delicious. You know, I took it from the idea of you know, um, deep fried donuts. Mm-hmm. D- not deep fried donuts. Donuts are deep fried. Deep fried, deep fried Oreos. Deep fried Oreos. I thought, how can I make this into? So I just put. You know, I take an Oreo cookie, I take my donut dough, I put put around it, and I throw it into the frying oh pan. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's good. That's inspiring. It's it's double it's double delicious. I I guess for if you're making a pumpkin donut dough and you could 
I think they have pumpkin Oreos this time of the year, right? So you could really double dip that. The pumpkin Oreos, I think, are just orange. Oh, really? They're not orange flavor. Okay, but you could still do it. You could still <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, but it would be festive when you bit into it and right. you saw that orange. Right, right. Inside. You just have to make sure that they're parv and not dairy. You know, there's a whole issue with. Yeah, I think they're technically parv. But they say OUD. But they say OUD. So everybody has to ask their own rabbi. But my sister-in-law, who was Chalavisrael for many, many years, found out that she was able to eat them. Yeah. And she bought shares in the Oreo company. Yes. <laughs> I love Oreos. Okay. So, um, we want to talk about now very exciting, um, oil, oil. Sorry. I lost my train of thought there. Okay. Oil. Okay. Um, when we, when we make our delicious, beautiful, exciting donuts and we can't wait to yes. eat them, right? So I, so I'm often, I, I run across this problem. I use my oil thermometer. Mm-hmm. And it should be registered about 350, 360 degrees. Yes. I think an oil, oil thermometer is really important for cooking. Yes. Um, okay. I, 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 I use canola oil. What do you use? Um, vegetable or canola. Okay. I've heard canola is better. Healthier or just um, better for frying? I think maybe healthier also, but better for frying. But if you reuse oil, like I like to do if I'm just frying donuts, I'll save the oil for future donuts, like for the next week or whatever. It starts to get a fishy smell to it, I found. Okay, like so, it spoils almost. I don't know what's happening. I just know it starts to get this like weird smell to it. And I've noticed that the vegetable oil doesn't do that. Oh, that's that's interesting. I have you. I have reused oils myself um, from one day to the next just when I've Probably done oil. Probably fine. It's right. just something like that since I have a really good nose, it it bothers me. (laughs) You know, we need Alton Brown. He's a Food Network star and he's a food scientist. So I love reading his stuff and watching his shows Mm -hmm. because he gives us the breakdown of why oil. um, I should have researched that before I came here. Yeah, it's okay. We can (laughs) can do that and get back to all our listeners. So how do we store reused oil? Because I think that would be great because Oil's not so cheap, um, you know, and we, we're we using a lot of it. Maybe we can be, you know, ec- ecologically, because you can't, you shouldn't pour it down the sink. You should throw it in a container and throw it out if you're doing right. that. Um, I strain mine through like a cheesecloth. Okay. And then I'll pour it back into the container that I've used. Usually when you're frying, you need like a gallon of it anyway. Right. So I'll put it back into that container. Okay. And then save it for right. You just have to remember if it's part of that the oil is now going to be. Is, yeah, is still I write part, on right. it on the label with a big black magic marker, like for frying. <laughs> and then if it's dairy or meat or part. Right. When I, fr- I I make a lot of fish wontons, um, and I I, I throw out the oil because I figured like once it's had fish in it, it's not good. Yeah, that's probably not good. But for something neutral like donuts, then it's like I don't see a reason not to reuse it. Okay, so um, what kind of, you know, we're talking about this with Schiffer last week about frying lacquers. Do you have a certain pot that you use or a deep fryer that you could re- recommend? I have a deep fryer. I don't use it for lacquers, though. I do the traditional big pan worth of them so okay. that it can soak up all the oil. Okay, but and, and donuts? What, what would you use for a donut? I, I've used my deep fryer for donuts in the past, um, but this week... I didn't feel like taking it out. It was full of like chicken because <laughs> I make a lot of schnitzel. So it was full of like chicken breadcrumbs. Yeah. So I didn't feel like cleaning it out. So I just filled a pot and used my candy thermometer to fry my donuts. 
And they came out amazing. And I was like, why am I using my deep fryer? It's so much easier to use. Right. I don't actually have a deep fryer, even though I do fry a lot. Um, I, I take a, I don't know, a quart pot about four quarts. Yeah. And then I fill that halfway up with oil. I stick in my oil thermometer. You know, this is a problem. Maybe you can help me and our listeners. Um, sometimes they're nice and brown on the outside and then you bite into them and they're still a bit raw. What have I done wrong? So your oil was probably too hot. Okay. If it's too hot, they'll start to brown really quickly on the outside and stay raw. And if it's too cold, it'll take longer to brown. And then they'll get really water oil logged. Oil logged, right? We always talk about oil being at the right temperature. If it's at the sweet spot between 350, 375, I would say is the max, you'll get like a perfectly browned donut and it won't taste greasy. Right. They say that if you have oil at the right, what did you call it, sweet spot? I like that. I'm going to coin that from you. Um, if you have that, then you can, um, you get perfectly good fried yes. food. I know with the wontons, my kids like to fry these, what, these fish wontons like mm-hmm. you're talking about. Um, and I always tell them, use the oil thermometer. Don't also put in too many at once, right? Because yeah, that lowers the temperature of the oil way too quickly. And then you'll be raising your heat to get the oil back up to temp. And then it'll get too hot. So it's better to slowly fry. It'll only take a few extra minutes because frying takes pretty quick. Right. Now, I've heard that peanut oil is the best oil for frying. Is that true? That's what I've heard too. I'm so nervous to use it because I never know who's going to have a peanut allergy. I know. I know. It's crazy. You never know who's eating at your house. Right. So I'm so terrified to use it just for it to touch any of my pots. Even though I use a lot of peanut butter at home, I'm just afraid of peanut oil. Okay, in so, general, and I think it's also a little bit more expensive than the good old canola oil. Um, possibly, <laughs> I've never. I don't really know much about it because I'm really afraid to use it. Right. You right. never know which child is coming over and then right. eating something that you didn't even remember had peanut oil in it. Right. I, I I have you know a lot of guests. My kids. I've got four kids, and they've always got friends over. And when you know someone's coming for Shabbos, I'm like, who's coming for Shabbos? And find out what they're allergic to because <laughs> yeah. I'm always scared. It's it's a an issue nowadays. It's very I re- scary. I remember growing up, nobody had any allergies in Australia. No, like you had a seasonal allergy, and that was mm-hmm. it. We don't even have much of a fall in in Australia. So you know, springs. Some of my friends' fathers would be sneezing a lot, but that was it. Here, people are so busy with their allergies. Yeah. The multi-billion dollar business <laughs> between food and seasonal, you know, it's, it's, uh, mm-hmm. okay, great. Melissa, I'm so glad that you came in because we really learned a lot today. We learned about donuts and frying and cronuts because I actually put a food challenge out there a couple months ago and yeah. I said, can anyone send me a cronut recipe? But nobody had one. Oh. Yeah. Well, and there's also scone. I'll be sharing one with you. Yeah, scone-nut. scone nut. Scone and a donut. That's interesting. Right. So like a fried scone? Yeah, maybe. That's I weird. don't know. I love scones. Very Australian. I can't imagine how they would deal with in the fryer because they're so heavy. Right. Yeah, I'm not and sure. And like dry? Yeah. I don't know how that dough would I don't know. I, I saw it, you know, on the internet as a throwback, you know, to that, you know. Have um, you heard of the right. duffin? What's a duffin? <laughs> it's a donut flavored muffin. Okay. What does that mean? Well, it's technically baked. It's not fried. Okay. But when it comes out of the oven, you make it a little unhealthier by slathering it in butter and then rolling it in cinnamon sugar. I like that, actually. You can put a filling in it. That's a very cute idea. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like that. 
So it's also pretty popular around now. Everyone's mashing everything up. It doesn't even yeah. have to be Thanksgiving. It doesn't <laughs> need to be anything. You know, it's all about what well, nowadays is fusion cooking, fusion cooking. So, mm-hmm. okay. Thank you very much. Um, sure. I, we'd love you to stick around. I don't know if you can. Um, I have my second guest in the studio, Alain Cornbloom. For those of you who are not familiar, Alain is the restaurant guy. He has the Great Kosher Restaurant magazine. So just want to uh, welcome Alan to our show, Table for Two, uh, on the Nachum Siegel Network. And our show is sponsored by AHC Appliances uh, in Cedarhurst, 530 Central Avenue, to get all your amazing appliances from ovens and and um, even deep fries. They're selling tur- turkey deep fries, chalam pots. Fridges, washing machines, dryers, and they're actually selling a large selection of small appliances as well. So thank you, AHC, for being our sponsors this month, and welcome to Alan. How are you? Good. I just literally walked in, uh, so thank you for that few seconds yeah. of uh, getting you know yeah. settled in. So no, how no are you doing? Problem. Good. I'm very excited to have you back in the house. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to be back, and a lot going on. Oh, oh my I goodness. Know. I know. Can we talk food, guys? My head is spinning. Uh, I know. There's so much crazy stuff that we've got to talk about today, because... You know, this is Melissa Kay. She is uh-huh. Little Miss Kay. Um, I'm just introducing all the guests as sure. well. Uh, she has an amazing food blog, and we've just been talking about donuts and Thanksgiving and Hanukkah sure. and the mashup of everything, and everything's a mashup these days. Um, but uh, I want to talk to you very importantly about Jay Soho. Right. I heard they were closed. Now they're open. What's going on? Yeah, so uh, this is like one restaurant. Again, they're, they're friends of mine, and I don't want to bash them. No, we're not and bashing. And we don't do no, that. No, no, no. God, no, listen. God, no way. But I'll tell you, the, I'll tell you what happened. I'm so excited um, that they're not closed. Well, okay. Well, they are now. They um, are now. Okay. So what happened was, you know, obviously we've, we've been speaking with them for forever and, you know, on a daily basis almost. Um and I got a call from someone, uh, a source, said that they're closing. So I called up Henry and I said, what's going on? You're closing. Henry's the owner. Henry's the owner. And he says, yeah, we are. We're closing Thursday. I said, okay, um, should we send out an email letting them people know? And maybe the last few days that people can come to the restaurant. We'll get some good buzz and one last shot. So, okay, no problem. Send out the email. Then I, I get a call from the other partner, you know, Menachem, and says, Hey, where, what's, what's going on? I said, what do you mean? I called Henry. He said, you guys are closing. So, oh, we didn't have to make a decision yet. We don't know. I said, okay, let's, we'll see what happens. So basically they, they still reopened, remained open, uh, through that week. And then the following week they still were open. And finally, yes, they, they did close on, uh, on Sunday. Um, in what is probably one of the most genius business moves I've seen lately. Okay, yeah, is, I'd love to hear no, that. Is Prime Grill bought the phone number of Jay Soho. Oh. So anyone calling Jay Soho right now will get Prime Grill. That is the most brilliant piece of information you know? I've heard in a so long time. That's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. That's actually genius. Yeah, we sent out an email on Wednesday just this past week <laughs> of that. So that's we'll see what happens. I don't know. Again, most people do know that they closed. Again, we sent out an email and all of a sudden everybody else sent out the email um, that they're closing. But okay. it's pretty cool. We though. wish them good luck and you know, yeah, thank you. they're good thank guys. You. They they thank tried. Um, it was something out of the box, maybe too out of the box. They got off to a rough start with obviously the name, the supervision. Um, you know, the restaurant, the restaurant business is hard enough. It's hard when you have more things, you know, on you that you, you either can't control or, um, things that is beyond your imagination. Right. I don't think they imagined that it would get such 
bad feedback from the name. I'm always sad when a restaurant closes because it was trendy and the food was great. Sure. I was there. We had a Nachum Siegel dinner there Absolutely. a um, couple months ago, and it was amazing. Like, really blew, blew right. us all away. It was really great. Um, so, you know, people ask me all the time for recommendations about restaurants. I often refer to sure. your amazing website. Um, and, you know, so I've eaten here. I like that, you know. But... Uh, I was I was always sad. Yeah, it's always, no. it's always sad. It's always sad. You know, no kosher people... restaurants can take its place, I guess. No, in fact, I think it might turn non-kosher that uh, that spot. It is still owned by, um, I think there's an investment group, and uh, they still pretty much have the place, so they're going to just probably turn it non-kosher. Okay, all right. Now there's a lot of buzz I have to tell you about the Reserve Cup. Yes. I, I I'm meeting people all over, you know, uh, five towns the last week, and everyone's like, "Can we go there to eat together?" Yeah, it's, uh, I'm like, uh, I'm like, it's, that's I, an interesting. I, also, that's kind of what's what's well, the deal there? It's you know Wall Street area. Okay. Um, so you don't have there's really no other kosher restaurants besides Bravo Pizza. Um, there is no other. I happen to love that Bravo. That is I Bravo's love Bravo's. Great. I love Bravo's and you know, Stop Chop and Rolls there too. I believe right next door. Yeah, yeah, they have right, and ice right, cream. right, right. Uh, but in terms of of a meat place upscale, you know, this is the only place that there is downtown in in the Wall Street area. So. That's already a tough spot. You know, you, you have um, – they're not open for lunch yet, but I assume they will be. For, they're not. They, they, not yet. They have to be because you have people who are lunch working crowd. there. Right. So for the business crowd, you know, uh, dinner crowd, they're still getting a lot of people. It's, it's new. So this is when you want to get the Yeah, you know, there's the a lot people. of very positive buzz. Yeah, I don't everyone know that's, them, everyone that's told me that they've gone has been extremely positive, you know. And service is good service and the is food good, is good, food, people. Ambiance. So, uh, Oops. so, so that's, uh, no, that's encouraging. That's encouraging. In fact, it's the cousin of, uh, of Prime Grill. They're, they're separate. They want to make sure that it's known that it's, you know, it's, it's within the family, but separate, uh, owners. It's the cousin, uh, but it has that kind of, uh, a restaurant reputation. cousin, not an actual human being cousin. No, they're a cousin. Oh, really? Yeah. It's their, their actual first cousin. First cousin. It's, it's in, <laughs> I just I thought guess, like, you know, I, no, thought, no, it's, I thought yeah. you were being metaphorical. No, like my cousin. Uh, no, it's it's literally the cousin. It obviously runs in the family. Like I say a scallion is a cousin of an onion. Right. Okay, so, so that's yeah, what you are Yeah, okay. they're blood. Okay, um, and real so, humans. So okay. they, it runs in the family, obviously. They've been in the butcher shop um, and, and restaurant business for a long time. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. There's a lot of new restaurants and openings, and I'm yeah, sure... Yeah, can you, can you share some... New exciting well, restaurants, we, and it doesn't have to be just. Again, we just sent out an email this past Saturday night that actually got the biggest opening uh, ever in our email newsletter. Okay. Uh, of Mike's Bistro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Opening I up. Clicked on that. Opening up. This is smiling uh, over there. <laughs> the, uh, Midtown East Side on 54th between Park and Lex, and so that's very cool. That's been happening the last few weeks. He's been speaking with me and saying that it's probably going to happen. Hopefully, then finally he signed the lease on Friday. We were the first person he called, you know, Yay. letting us know that, you know, it's going to happen. When, when is he, what's the Probably, timeline? Probably uh, spring 2014. Okay, Hopefully, so we maybe. have a little while to go. Yeah, and he'll, he'll have the restaurant open on the west side still in 72nd Street. Um, you would, think he'll stay there? He's kind of like a landmark. He's been there for right. a long time. I remember I, I, when it was Provy. Pro- <laughs> right. But the rents for have both places will be astronomical. astronomical. So I can't imagine if, if him staying. There was some question of him thinking that moving the Amsterdam Burger Company, which he has, it's that burger restaurant on I'm the dying, west side. You know, I haven't been there. Oh, yeah? People yes. talk about it like crazy. Aaron Gordon last night, a few nights ago, um, was 
somehow he's Daniel Gordon's brother, twin brother. He's a show yes, one yes, of our okay. hosts. Yes. Um, on on the network, um, he hosts the stunt right. show. So his twin brother asked me what the best restaurant is, and we're talking about you know just talking food, and he said I have to go to Amsterdam Burger. There you go. I'll give you a shout out. Okay. Aaron. Yeah. No, that, that's really. And again, in fact, the burger uh, industry and, and is really taking you know, with Gotham Burger and you have all these other burger bar that used to be in Joseph Dream Burger. So the burger is now the hot. Who uh, thought? It's so And they're old really fashion. making. Yeah, but they're making it. They're, they're they're doing a lot of different. Uh, they're experimenting with it, putting. You know, I think he has like a, a peach and, and, and a breakfast burger and all everything that you can imagine uh, on the burger and, and the topping. So that's something that. Um, have, have you been to House of Dog in Miami? I have. So that's very gourmet. Exactly. Hot dogs. Exactly. It's exactly the same concept. Taking the hot dog and just with, and dressing just, it up. Yeah, anything you can imagine. Some people, you know, they pour it on and it kind of gets a little messy, but that's that's the fun of it. Uh, in fact, House, House of Dog. Is opening up a place in Boca. I heard. Also uh, another. I so love they're it. they're expanding. They might even come to New York. Uh, they should. You know. And so that's pretty exciting. Okay, great. So, what other food news can you share with us? Uh, there's a lot of going on. Um, again, if you go to our website, greatcoachrestaurant.com, yeah, you can find out a lot of. We have a newsletter we send out. Yeah, and everyone should sign tremendous. up for that. People should it's really tremendous. sign up every week. We used to do it every two weeks. And it used no, to be need- so much stuff that it used to be, you know, scroll and scroll down and keep going. And then we said we have to do it every week because there's so much going on. I don't know if it's something that we're doing hopefully better or just the industry is just expanding and just with so many different events and openings and changes and updates and maybe obviously the technology and no, media, it's social fantastic. media. So, I, you need uh, like an app. Well, well, it's funny you say that. Literally two days ago, we just uh, launched our app, oh. um, our Android app. Oh, so, Android! Come on. I know, I know. It's it's gotta be. Uh oh. Yeah, what is that? Ready, uh, what is that? Android, yeah, ZK, right. engineering. And, I don't know. My web guy is a big uh, Android guy. So okay. he started with you, that. Is that an Android that over is. there? I've yes. got in front of me an iPhone and an iPad. Right. So you okay, can. Okay, Melissa also. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you could, come on. Uh, the iPhone will be out in a couple of months. Oh. Uh, but of course, you can, if you have an iPhone, you can still go on to our mobile site, uh, which yeah. has pretty much very similar to the app without the GPS uh, feature. But we have an app. You can download it on uh, the Play Store. Uh, has all the pictures and all the menus and all the articles, uh, GPS listing where location and zip code. It takes everything that we've been doing for the last 10 years and put it into an app. It will revolutionize the way people go out to eat uh, and how they search for a restaurant on their mobile device. So we're extremely excited about that, and we're going to have um, – all the news and all the events that were going on, you'll be able to access that through the app as well. Uh, but just in terms of events, there's a Jew in the City is happening Sunday night. She's hilarious. I've never I'm met doing, her. I want to meet uh, yeah. her. I should so come to one of these events. So uh, we'll be there. Where um, is it going to be? That's going to be – well, actually, it's a location that is a secret. What, what does that mean? They, whether they, they wanted – only the people that have gotten tickets and are invited will know about the location. Very clever. I know. So, you know, I guess they want people who are invited just to go. Um, it'll be a big press event with a lot of celebrities and politicians. So that's Like real celebrities? Yeah, I think Ethan Zahn, I think from Survivor. Oh, he's in the cookbook. You know? We just spoke about him today. Oh, uh, yeah? I'm giving a cookbook giveaway. Right. Um, for those of you just joining us now, just if you want this cookbook giveaway with a recipe from Survivor's Ethan Zone, that's so funny. email me at naomi at com, and you can get... 
uh, the cookbook. You can be in the drawing for the cookbook. Um, it's called um, One Egg is a Fortune, and he's got a recipe in there, and it's all about his family's Jew, you know, his history, right. you know how, you know how he's Jewish and, and his traditions, and he has the recipe in there. So that's so cute. Yeah, so that's that's something. And then there's um, a restaurant week that um, that's going on in Brooklyn. Uh, for kosher restaurants. Okay. So that's, that's very cool. Actually, I wrote that down. Coupons. Are there coupons? Like, how do we? We have know? coupons all the time, uh, on our website, that's Great it. Kosher Deals. That's um, good to know. Can especially you? Especially with Hanukkah coming up now. Um, people can buy certificates from us at a discount. There's no restrictions. You can buy them in seconds on our website. We get them. It's emailed to you. you. You can use them the same day. Um, you can combine them. You can go to greatkosherdeals.com. We have over 115 restaurants throughout the country all at once. So you don't have to wait for a restaurant to, you know, to, to have a discount one week and it's gone. It's, it's always it's there. It's always there. Well, we have an fantastic. We have an inventory. So whatever is, you know, we have, we sell out. That's it, you know, until we get more. But it's whatever is on the website is available. You can purchase it. Um, that's really important card. for people to know because people love to eat out, especially people like myself. Um, and there's a lot of families of foodies out there, and, and, and they want to go eat out. But sometimes it's really expensive with the kids. You know? Right, right. And people can save 20 30 40% off. Um, and it's it's a great way to, yeah, like you said, save money, try a new restaurant that you've never been there before. Right, You want to give them, give them a try. Uh, this is a great way to try them out and, and, you know, do that. So that's... We've got this big stretch of break coming up. They've, kids are often basically, you know, um, Wednesday night, they start off their... Thanksgiving break, and then it goes into Monday for their Hanukkah break. Right. So you know, uh, they they you have the kids home for a week, take them out to eat one night. Yeah. And yeah, go a, on a, a trip. Lot of, a lot of specials. Yeah. I'm go going away. Yeah. Yeah. Go somewhere to and and find a great restaurant, and you know, find a, a new area, a new museum that has a kosher restaurant in the area. Sure. And Use my app. Use your you app. Can find if you have a Droid. That's if right. You have a Droid, or this. Uh, or you can go again. You can go on the website. Um, right. A lot on, of people. On your phone. Yeah. But uh, there's always what other events there's. In fact, I'm going to Miami uh, mid-December for that for the kosher food and wine. That's right. I want to go. Yeah, that's very cool. It's, they're doing what they did in uh, in New York and they have what have in LA. They're now doing it in Miami. So the that's Royal Wine. That's my favorite food event of the year. Yeah. So they're doing something. So we're involved in that. We're we're a sponsor. Um, we're getting the restaurants on board. So that's very cool. So we'll be you know blogging and posting and talking about that. Um, what else? There's, in fact, Nachum Siegel and Miriam L. Wallach, if Woo! she's still here, is know. joining us for Pesach um, this year. And uh, Naomi wants to go, and we'll see. <laughs> everybody, but, everybody should be going. It sounds yes. like it's going to be a lot uh, yeah, of fun. Yeah, so legendary destinations. We'll shout out to them. Um, I do. Uh, I'm a consultant, director of marketing for them, so we're, we're excited about it. So um, it's in Cape Coral in Florida, off the marina. There's going to be 24-hour legendary cafe, and again, Nachum and, and Miriam is doing a show, doing shows there, and they're speaking there. So anyone who is interested in coming with us uh, on Pesach uh, can go to legendarydestinations.com. You can find out more. Uh, really great uh, resort, and we'll have a lot of fun. It's going to be great for, for everybody. That sounds very exciting. But um, before we even talk about like. I mean, we've, yeah, we're, we've already spoken about that. Let's just back a little bit to winter break. Yeah. What is going on with winter break? Do you have any exciting food food news that we can talk about that's going on? Uh, I mentioned Miami. Everyone goes to Miami. Yeah. I've that's, actually, when, that's when the season is. When people, yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to Miami. We've gone to Orlando in the past, but um, I got free tickets. My whole family, 
Six, six, but we're six people. I got, it's costing us $5. I am so proud of that. Wow. Points, baby, points. Oh, that's points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Capital One card and some Citibank thank you points. And it, next thing I know is $5. I'm so happy. Very nice. It's going to be in Miami. Yeah, so that's a lot of the restaurants. Again, it's within the season. So all them that um, brace the off-season in Miami, it's always tough during that uh, slow months. So now with uh, December and January, a lot of the restaurants are going to be Ready for you, and, and basically, um, you know, you have rare steakhouse and Harbor Grill and Grill Time, and um, Grill Time's amazing. Yeah, it was there. Everybody loves it. So that's that's a lot of people do. If you want to stay local here in New York, um, obviously all the restaurants have a lot of specials going on. You're right. So you should check that out. You know what I told people? I I was very lucky to go to California about a month ago, mm-hmm. I and saw. I told and I told people. And if you're looking for somewhere different, there's also, you know, the West Coast. Sure. People, people like think, okay, Florida, 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 Florida. Think about the West Coast as well. It's warm and sunny right. there, right. gorgeous. And Los Angeles has so many great kosher yeah. restaurants. Yeah, you go on Pico Boulevard, you can walk and just, you know, yeah. you can throw a stone and you'll find a, a, a restaurant. Kosher restaurant. So that's, yeah, that whole lifestyle is very laid back and so sunny and, um, they have some great Shilohs. We spoke about it, I think, last time uh, we were here, but Shilohs and Yeah, we're talking about, yeah. You know, and so Pat's and uh, there's some new restaurants opening up. So there's We ate at Beverly Thai. Yes. That was Very great. Cool. Very nice. Very cool. So there's a lot of restaurants that are there. Yeah, Chicago's got some also, Chicago. but that's that's if you want a cold vacation. Again, depends it's a little on chilly go, there. It's yeah, a little chilly just, there for winter break. I was just here in the summer. It was very nice. It's the beautiful weather, in the summer. Um, there's Milt's Barbecue. That's very cool. Uh, near the Wrigley Field. Oh, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's that's a very cool restaurant downtown that people should check out. And you have shallots and you have slice and high life. So it's there's thank God this in this, this country day and age, we get spoiled, especially here in New York where. Um, we have so many restaurants we can go to, and and for the most part, you know, people say yes. There's going to be one or two. Uh, you're going to have a bad night, and you know, there might be there. But again, you have your choice that you right. can pick. Um, give people a try if you've never been there before. Um, you know, take one of our deals and go to the restaurant. What's what's one of the oldest restaurants in New York? The oldest. Um, because people always used to talk sure. about Schmucker Bernstein's. That was open for like 50, 60 years, right? Right, right here on the Lower East yeah, Side. Yeah. That's gone. I think Mr. Broadway is that is one of the one longest? Because they were... They were around when it, I was it, first it was, came to America, right, 22 was, years ago. It was ago. morphed into... Um, it used to be a dairy restaurant. I think really? something Arnie Strauss, something I remember. Um, and I think it's been around for 30, 40 years just because that location... Um, and uh, yeah, so I think that that restaurant, in fact, they just renovated about six months ago, and it's beautiful. Really? It's oh, wow. really people might think Mr. Broadway was the deli and it was old fashioned. They've really renovated with this with a bar and TVs, and, and it's really beautiful. Well, we should place. go check that out because I remember when I first came to America and I was single, and you know, I had my tons of friends, and we would like go to Mr. Broadway quite right. a lot. That was like, yeah, thing, and then Mendy's opened. Right. It was you know, and then Mendy's open, and you know. Then all the West Side stores. Right. Yeah, then it was Dougie's. Right. Even Dougie's Sports has gone bar. through a transformation. Yeah, they have. They still have a restaurant in Teaneck and Deal in Baltimore. Um, so it's it's still going. Uh, but I think there's a lot of new chains. Carlos and Gabby's. Carlos and Gabby's. Oh. Just opening up in Miami. It's crazy. Coming, That's amazing. You know, back in, in February they're going to be opening. It's my it's my go to family restaurant when towns, I have right? to get when I have to get have a catering job done like for my own family and I I can't like Super Bowl. 
I don't always, uh, sure. you know, I don't always cook the food myself. I, um, and uh, I just had a yurtside suda for my father-in-law, and it was his first yurtside. I call up Carlos and Gabby's, and that's where I get my food right. from, um, because it's so economical, so delicious, and there's so much of it. Right. And they throw in all the cutlery and the cups and the plates. Yeah, and yeah they're, they're expanding uh, again. They have a place in Brooklyn and Riverdale and obviously five towns in Queens. Now they're going to have one in Florida. So it's very interesting how you have this now restaurants opening from New York into Florida, Florida to New York. Yeah. You know, it's nowadays people are flying and transcontinental where you're going from place to place. Miami is the second New York almost, <laughs> uh, you know, for people who, who come. So. It's it's amazing where you know they're, they're starting their own line of sauces. Did yes. you know? Yeah, yeah, kosher, kosher fest. fest. Yeah, sure. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Melissa was there. We were eating our way through kosher fest. Yeah, um, I tried every sauce. Yeah, that that was incredible. Their zinger sauce and their yeah, yeah a bunch of restaurants. Ranch, ranch right? My so kids good. love. My they kids. told me to mix two sauces together to make a whole new flavor. Oh, that's like jelly bellies. If you take this, the green one and the pink one, you ma- make a mashup and you get mm-hmm. a whole yeah. new flavor. Yeah, a lot of restaurants are doing the different sauses. You know, you have, Sunflower. again, the burger yeah. bar. Sunflower, exactly. Yeah. So, burgers bar is doing one? No, no. So Joseph Dream Burger, they were doing the sauces. Where, where is that? That's on, that's where, it, that took over Burgers Bar. It was a whole, where? uh, legal stuff. They couldn't Ooh. call it Burgers Bar anymore. So they called it Joseph Dream Burger. Where, where it's is It's on this? Coney Island on oh. Avenue P. Oh, it's Brooklyn, because the, the yes, one in the Five Towns was Burgers Bar, and now it's just Burgers. burgers exactly. We've got, so. a, we've got a place in the Five Towns called Noodles, which sells noodles. We've right. got one called Pizza that sells pizza, and what uh, else the, was the there? Atten- the attention span of the Five burger. Towns, maybe they're, they're yeah. saying something. We need to up the ante on some of those restaurants in the Five Towns. Uh, right. We have Pine Bistro is, is very good. Um, anyway, upper crust, upper crust from the Carlos La- and yeah. Gabby's family, family. Yeah, I happen to love so that. that. The, Their Tuscan barbecue pizza is Unreal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chosen Island, and you know we're dropping names all over the place. But yeah, again, where there's a lot of restaurants there that uh, people, again, they they go to the restaurants they know and they go to all the time, and they go keep going to the same place. And I keep telling people, try something different. Right. You know, you hopefully you like it. You, you know, you should like it. It's it's especially restaurants that have been around for many years and you've just never been to. You know, try it out. You know what? You know, it, it just made me think. Yeah. Um, as you were talking. About coupons and stuff. You know, Traditions Restaurant, sure. that's also an old time right. name. They have, um, at Costco, you can buy coupons they, at yes. Costco. I thought that was that's so very cool. I remember him when he was telling me about that. Yes, he has a, you, have, you can get gift cards and you can buy it at, uh. That's, and you know, you've, you've got Hanukkah coming up. Um, actually, Traditions was at the first sponsor of my show. Very they nice. gave us the first month sponsorship. So thank you to Scott Fagan. Right, that's right. Um, but you, I was there the other day and I, I had seen it before, but I was thinking that's such a great Hanukkah gift for someone. Yeah. Is, is, uh, tri- those tradition gift cards or, or any restaurant gift cards. Sure. Yeah, that's, you know, people like to eat out and they want to try different uh, restaurants. So this way you don't have to get them that tie or that, you know. <laughs> yet uh, another tie. But you, know. you can always go out to yet another restaurant. Right. You see how people that goes? People have to eat, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I'm hungry now. I'm, right. always, I'm always hungry when I do the show. Nine o'clock. Imagine right. my life, you know? know. This is what I do all day. Alan, I want Talk your job. Yeah, everybody says that, you it know. It feels but so bad. People for don't you. realize the behind the scenes and how much work goes. Thank God. Listen, of course, I rather, I'm, I love what I do and, you know, I probably would do this if I wasn't getting paid for it. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't tell the restaurants that. Don't tell the restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but really something that, um, how long does it take you to put out the magazine? Do you go back every year to update? Yeah, you have to, especially the, with the website. It's 
updated every day. We're getting, we're constantly emailing the owners for menus, um, and pictures and specials. And that's how we get the newsletter put together is thank God the restaurants have been very accommodating. And obviously we want, you know, they want to promote themselves, but, um, there's a lot of content out there that it changes every day. You know, all the menus are seasonal. The restaurants are, are, are changing. Uh, so. And it's across the country. Yeah, we we do around the world, but of course, yeah. Oh, right, that's right. My my uncle's restaurant in Australia, Beaches, used yes. to be on it. That yes. was, it's it's been closed for a good oh, few years already. But I was just in Argentina. That's oh, right. pretty cool. I saw that on Facebook. I was in Buenos Aires, and oh, now I know. No, but that was very cool. That oh my Is god. Is the meat there better? Because they, you know, they always talk about Argentinian right. meat. It, it was really good. Um, I've had some great meat here, and I've been to Paris and, and you know, all the places where I know. And I'm just, ooh, ooh. No, but, I've been to Paris too, but before I was a real big foodie. Like, I didn't know enough right. yet. But in Argentina, yes. They get from Uruguay, and oh, my God, I got a steak, and people can see it online. I think it was like 2.2 kilo. It was over 2.2 th- kilos, like which is four pa- pounds. Oh, there we go. We have a baker in was, the house who knows yeah, the, was, the, the correct measurement. Between, it was <gasps> unbelievable. It was. Do you take Lipitor? No, I only, I couldn't finish. It was, I had, I shared it and I still couldn't finish it and it was unbelievable and the amount of, of meat that they go through and they eat it every day. It's like a heart attack waiting to happen and in you're that not restaurant. Heavy. It's no, unbelievable. No, you know, there's no camera here this week. Well, the but radio, I, the radio puts ten pounds on. Yeah, uh, yeah, right, <laughs> on, on your ears. Right. Um, but it's it's amazing. You get to eat so much stuff. And again, I, I yeah, I need to obviously, you know, cut down a little bit. But um, as we get older, we have to like watch ourselves a little bit. I know, I know, but I, I run from appointment to appointment. So that probably helps. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's it's, it's fun when it, the last few weeks I've driven home. I've driven home um via um the Charros Bar. Have you been there? No, I've heard about it. I want to go. Have you been there? No, where is okay. it? Okay. Oh, you, and it's funny, you're heading up north afterwards, up the FDR drive. Yes. They, it's pronounced churro. Right. right? Well, that's pretty good. Churro. It's Spanish. My, Mexican. My, I have my, um, housekeeper, um, she taught me that I'm saying it wrong. I told her I have so an Australian accent. Uh, you know, I have an Australian accent, so I'm not going to say it right any case. So, but she said churro, it, like she right. got me to roll my R's. I'm right. like, my mother's Israeli, so she rolls her R's. So it kind of wasn't too hard transition, but a churro bar, which is great because it's a fried mm-hmm. him. So, Melissa, why don't you tell us what a churro is for real? Fried dough, rolled in cinnamon sugar. And, and it, some of them have fillings up there. Yeah, I know, right? A and traditional one, I think, is just plain. Right. No, I think in uh, Ladino, um, the Latin restaurant on 58th sells that. I was just talking about that last night, the Tapas Bar. Yeah. Yeah, they have. And Mocha Blue sells them also in Teaneck. Yes. See, I really know my stuff, sure. right? <laughs> I travel, li- like to travel everywhere and just eat all the food. I also like supermarkets, though. I happen to love going to kosher supermarkets and even non-kosher supermarkets Mm -hmm. to see how many things a Walmart can carry with an OU. Yeah. I think it's the supermarket, especially talking about restaurants, I think the supermarkets uh, industry has ballooned in the last five years between pomegranate and gourmet Gourmet glass. Obviously, I know you're a big fan of them. Evergreen, absolutely. I have not been there yet. I've got to go check it out. So that's My mother-in-law keeps telling me to go. Is it? It's Right. So you haven't seen it yet, though, right? No. Okay, I've driven by. Maybe we'll do a road trip together. Yeah, sure. To a supermarket. That's it. That's you what it's come to. You know what? I love to. it. I, know. I love People it. People come You're to Brooklyn. You're laughing at foodies, <laughs> but I I'm will t- go to Brooklyn just for a supermarket. I know. That's real. It's super. That's what it is. They that's they they want that. They want people coming and experience and be able to you know 
shop and, and go down the aisles and enjoy you know, it. Yeah. It's Gour- very enjoyable. And gourmet glut. Everybody knows I'm a big fan. Um, they're, besides being my local kosher supermarket in the five towns, they now give away free coffee. You can take your shopping cart, has a little cup holder attached to the wagon. That's very and there's, smart. You, can, yeah. you can make Seasons yourself. Seasons and Queens does that as well. Oh, okay. It's nice. And we, we were joking around when there were sponsors for the month. We call them a kosher destination shopping experience. And that's what exactly they've become. Mm. You know, all of them. All of these high-end... Yeah, everyone is trying, whether to outdo or to compete or... Competition is good. It is. It absolutely Keeps is. It, everybody on their toes. Absolutely. So that's something that... Uh, it's, it's another fun experience for the family. Yeah. You know? Shopping. My, my husband hates coming with me. Since we're first married, <laughs> hates coming to the supermarket because I, I literally go up and down right. every aisle. But there's always new products on the right. shelves. You always have to be on the lookout. I like going to Gomeglat right after Kosher Fest because there's tons. All the stuff I saw at Kosher Fest is like... I like, was actually right next to the one of the owners at Kosher Fest and I saw him checking out those kosher truffles. The mushroom truffles. The mushroom truffles, yes. Yeah. trying to get some for the store. Um, I was walking around Kosher Fest. So look out for those. Yeah, with Melinda, and she went crazy over those truffles. They're delicious. They're delicious, and, and these gourmet salts. Even salt's gone gourmet. Yeah. It's like crazy. No, everyone, everyone has. They're, again, they're no, looking the kosher, to be different. Kosher is just catching on now. Right. People fa- have known about delicious right, right. flavors and ingredients for a long time. Yeah, again, the, and the, with the restaurants, we spoke about sushi last time, about how that was it's been around for so many years. But yeah, the last five, ten years, you know, finally people woke up and said, "Wow, this is this is something that's it's marketable. It's something that you can go for meat or dairy, and everybody has it now." I think maybe too many but, restaurants yeah, have it. Why but. does every restaurant have to sell sushi? I know, even the pizza shop sells them. It's well, a big problem, don't get I me think. don't get me wrong. I love sushi, right. but there's sushi everywhere. Every supermarket's got a sushi corner now. It's a business decision. It's it's a big, you know, you're, you're buying um, fish and you're obviously, you know, serving a small amount and charging ten dollars. And it's, it's you're not it's you're not big, you're not. Although you, you have to be I careful. I don't think the markup is that great because you need to keep your fish fresh. Right. So that's the only thing. That's what I'm gonna say. So you need to be able to move it, and um, you can't have to throw it out if it's not going to be for a couple of days. So yes, if you if it's a restaurant that sells well. You know, you're gonna you're gonna do well if it's a restaurant or another place that you know you have it on the shelf for a long time. Then you, you know you got to be careful and take it off. Yeah, no, it's, that's something. You know, I, I I'll buy uh, sushi for my husband. Like on a Tuesday, I told him he's got to eat it Wednesday by one o'clock or right. throw it out. How does it last that long? Yeah, it will last that I long. I eat it on my way home. I know, I know right? but I buy in the car. I buy even my six-year-old when I take her five. Oh, she's almost six. Whenever I take her to Gomeglat, it's kind of like I know I'm going to have to spend six dollars extra because she'd want a tuna sushi. You know, she likes the raw tuna. And right. She's, but you know what? I'd rather buy her that than a packet of chips for a quarter. Yeah. I know it's. Definitely financial, you know, extra. It's so healthy, though. But it's great. If you can get fish into your kids and vegetables and brown rice, that's awesome. Yeah. No, it's it's something that's fun to also to eat. Yeah. People love yeah. You know, different uh, flavors, I, textures. I, I walk into Gomeglat. I take my black dragon roll. I put it on my shopping cart. I head towards the coffee now because it's free coffee. <laughs> and I eat my sushi while I'm shopping, and then I give them the ah. empty packet. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, you have to, you know. You gotta be careful. Yeah. As long yeah. as they're paying for it, I'm sure uh, they for don't. For sure, mind. for sure. Yeah, a lot of people do it. You give yeah, them the empty sushi, container. Simply Sushi, which does gourmet glass. Simply Sushi is great. They won the award many years, years ago. Years ago they bought Black Dragon to yes, market. Yes. 
uh, Achaim oh. Goldman, he's fabulous. A long time Lower East Side friend, and of course Shmuel also. Um, yeah, they've been amazing. I get a lot. Of, I give a lot of sushi classes, and you know, if I can get mothers and daughters together, I do a lot of mums and girls together. We make a lot of sushi, and I would tell them make it today, eat it today, and or throw it out right. because you know once you take it home. Um, from the sushi class, it's been sitting out in a class for a while, not in a fridge. I'd rather them just eat it and enjoy it there. So, um, yeah, we've become we've become a big group of foodies, everyone, you know, from little children to adults, you know, to the older generation. And when my parents come here, they want to hit every single restaurant in the New York mm. area. So uh, Good luck. Know. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, it's good. I go along for the ride because, you know, when daddy will pay, you know, we go out to eat. We drag my husband uh, around out of work. And, you know, we make him come for lunch. We were at Tappers and we had last January, um, which is near his office, and we dragged him out of work. And we had a – my dad ordered a pitcher of margaritas. No, sangria. Right. That was really good. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So um, thank you both very much for joining us. There was a lot of conversation going on about Hanukkah with Melissa and cookies and donuts and luckers and frying. And, yes. and, <clears throat> and, and then um, – Melissa, do you want to give your website a shout-out again? Yes, it's littlemisscakes.com. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. And I also want to mention that I do sell my cakes and pastries okay. as well. So how do you – we can find you through your website? Yeah, or any social media that you can think of. Yeah, she's on there. it, right? i yes. got to learn something. <laughs> I got down Pinterest right. I got Twitter down right. I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. I'm getting there. And Alain Combloom, thank you so much for My joining pleasure. us. I love to share food news and food gossip with yeah, you. Yeah, we can talk all day. I know. You know. We could eat all day. Really? Next time well, we got to- Again, I always say, come with me. I'm going to that 10 restaurants today, can, so you can I'm come serious. with me. Can I do this from a restaurant? Yeah. Oh, oh good Ooh. things. Okay. Let's wait till the magazine comes out uh, and then uh, yeah. you know, have more time. Yeah. That, when's the next one coming out? Hopefully January, 2014 issue. Uh, 2014. Oh, right in time for winter break. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take it with me when I go to Florida. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of restaurants I've got to still hit up there. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so thanks very much. Everybody, we've had a really great show today. Um, yep, 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 about food all the time. That's what I'm all about. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining in. Um, if you're interested in being in that raffle for One Egg is a Fortune Cookbook, remember just email me at naomi at nachamsegel.com and I'll put you in the, for the raffle. Um, if you've missed any shows or our show from last week, you can get them on the archives or around the world uh, on the web. And there's also podcasts. You just go to iTunes and Google Nachum Siegel, um, and, and put a Nachum Siegel network into the search bar and all the different hosts will come up and you can listen to mine or any of our other, our other great shows. Um, we're going to have music all the way up to Lichbenching, sponsored by our friends at Kerem. Shabbat Shalom, everybody, and uh, wishing everybody a happy Hanukkah, happy Thanksgiving, all about to come up in the next week. Thanks very much. Shabbat Shalom.